Hey everybody, and welcome to the Inferno Cast. I, of course, am Inferno Fox, host of this podcast and of YouTube's Inferno Fox Gaming channel. Uh, this podcast is on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and much, much more. This is episode 028, where we are going to be exploring the wonderful world of beat-em-ups. As Will Smith will tell you, it's a slapping good time. And speaking of slapping, let me introduce my slapping fantastic cast here. We have Simbu Darkfang. He is our resident level five grandpa and main actor over at Basement of the Dead, which is located in Chicagoland, specifically in Aurora, Illinois. So if you're in the area, definitely recommend checking that out. Again, that's Basement of the Dead in Aurora, Illinois. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, it's always uh, always a great time to come here and talk about slappers only on 007 Goldeneye. Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go wrong with the slappers. <laughs> <laughs> and next up, we have we have Jason the 13th of the YouTube channel. Jason the 13th. Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Not a problem at all. And we also have my partner and partner in crime, Jamie Owls. Jamie Owls87, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me again. And last and absolutely certainly not least, we have Stormrose Sky of the Twitch and YouTube channels of Stormrose Sky. Storm, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And before you ask, I have nothing new in the pipelines because I'm thinking of reformatting videos, how I do videos a little bit and maybe changing content up a little bit we'll see i'm i'm plugging with ideas but um yeah but it's a pleasure to be here no that's cool and if you if you need a sounding board to bounce off feel free to to uh let me know offline i definitely uh up for providing any feedback that that you would want or need um i was also actually going to ask you are you planning on doing any live streams on twitch anytime soon Yes, you know, I've thought about it. I really need to because it's so much easier with the PlayStation yes. being able to um, directly stream versus when I would have the Switch set up and having a dedicated you know, device and all of that um, that hookup and having to worry about you using OSB so I could see what was going on or OB OBS, uh, OSB. The brain is... I'd, had kindergarten Monday and Tuesday, and I have second grade tomorrow, so my brain is mush. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time with little children, so you know, talking about adult things, I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> but yes, I need, oh, yeah, I do need to stream more, and I've been thinking about it, especially when we've played some, you know, Fortnite festival. Why not just throw it on and, you know, yeah, absolutely. It, so, and you're right, because I've so done I need a to do that. I've done a little bit of the streaming um, on the Inferno Fox gaming channel with like Fortnite Festival using the PS5. It's, as you mentioned, it's super duper easy. The only thing I'd caution with Fortnite Festival is the copyright strikes with some of the music. As soon as you, you start streaming and everything like that, uh, it'll allow it live. But then when it turns into an actual movie or video on your channel, it's... The, the oh, copyright yep. gods will, will give us a slap in good time and slap our video off the face of YouTube. <laughs> yep, I know. <laughs> That's a whole, <laughs> other, a whole other discussion for a whole different podcast. 
Yes, and it will be a topic that we will eventually get to. And so, yep. so for our audience, definitely, definitely you'll, you'll be looking forward to that. Um, before we get into our, our main topic of beat-em-ups, I actually wanted to, uh, a couple of us have played a, n- a number of like hit games from last year, and I want to get their mini reviews on them. And I'm going to start with Jamie Owls, uh, just to kind of get her thoughts and uh, feelings on finishing Resident Evil 4 Remake. And I know we touched upon it a little bit on, on like the last podcast or whatnot, but kind of an open open forum for Jamie Owls to, to let us know what she thought overall about Resident Evil, Evil 4. I thought it was really good. I know I was a little late to the party because the game came out March of last year. So it took some time for me to get into it because there were other games I wanted to play first. But um, yeah, it's the first time I played it. I never played the original one, but I've seen a friend played it and I thought it was really cool. But I really enjoyed it. Um, I've been getting into more of the Resident Evil franchise and I'm just finishing up Resident Evil 2. But Resident Evil 4, I can see why a lot of fans have said that this is that that was the best one out of all the games. I really liked it and I thought like um the remastered version looked great. Um of course I never played the original, but again seeing it um by watching it with a friend, like even the graphics back then looked good too, but the ones the the newest one looks amazing. I really liked it. I'm glad I finished it. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> And just to remind our audience, Jamie Owls, between her and I in our house, she is the horror game genre player, yes. and she has already played through Resident Evil 7 and its DLC, Resident Evil 8 and its DLC. So her moving on to Resident Evil 4, shouldn't be any surprise or anything like that. But I want to ask you, with 7 and 8, uh, 7 and 8 really returned uh, more towards the horror uh suspense element of it versus the action eight was a mm-hmm. little more action than that with four four when it, the game jumped from from one through three to four four is more action based with the remake still being action based versus seven and eights more thriller was it still scary enough was it still was more the action did it feel organic was that did that still feel good it i felt like the action in four um was a lot easier than two because in two it looked like you had a lot more puzzles to solve to where four you kind of have an easier flow to getting through levels even though four still had a little bit of puzzles but um seven and eight i feel like had more of a thriller sense to it which i like more so hopefully in the future with resident evil games there'll be more of a thriller just like seven and eight and you're going to be playing three next, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and and we do have uh, Resident Evil 0, 1, 5, and 6. The, the HD versions of 0 and 1 mm-hmm. and then 5 and 6 downloaded on the PS5 so that Jamie Owls can play those if slash when she wants to. And uh, the Code Veronica remake once that gets officially announced this year. But... I, now I want to ask Simbu, uh, because Simbu kind of surprised me when he played a certain a, a certain video game that is beloved by myself and especially Storm, and that would be Super Mario RPG. 
And Simbu, I want to get your overall feedback on just kind of the how the gameplay loop was, how it kept your attention, because this wasn't anything that like you, you, you put a couple hours in and you know, I'm good. No, you went from beginning to end of the game. Like you, you finished the game, you beat it and everything. So just kind of what, what gauge your interest, uh, kind of get your thoughts on super Mario RPG, the remake. Well, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you know, it, it is nice. Um, you know, again, it's that, you know, reward progression versus reward kind of setup, um, which is pretty common in a lot of these games. Um, you know, leveling up, it, it's, you know, it is RPG, but it, it is, you know, a little more RPG light. It is, you know, that makes more sense, you know, makes sense to everybody. Um, in the sense that in a lot of RPGs, you have skill trees and you have to, you know, power up skill trees and you have to swap skill trees for, you know, specific fights and you got to swap abilities for fights. And what's, you know, what's kind of, you know, what's nice about Mario RPG is it's a good beginner RPG game. Um, you know, yeah, you have the weapon, you know, upgrades and, you know, you, but I mean, realistically, you can just pick what weapon does more damage and you'll be just fine. Um, player party is not terribly intense uh, in, in the sense that, you know, you really don't have to swap your players. So your party players. So if you have a threesome that you really like, you can just keep it. Um, of course you may have to swap out for, you know, mid battle. Like I've done a few, had to do a few times where, one of my main mains go down and I had to bring out, bring in somebody else and finish the fight with them, you know, or lose a couple and have to finish the fight with the two backup players. Um, you know, so just all, all in all, I mean, it's a good starter RPG. And if anyone's looking to get into the actual RPG or the quote unquote JRPG forum or format, I would say Super Mario RPG uh, remake is going to be your best um stepping stone into that world dipping your toe in the water with that because it is classic turn-based rbg style format fighting um i will say that the most challenging part is the attack and defense boosts i should say so like if you try you know perfectly time an attack or perfectly time a block you take zero damage or you take you know you do extra damage or you know you could do splash damage as well if you do like a perfect attack um i will say that is probably the most challenging part of the game is trying to figure those out yeah absolutely i i, I can second that because the idea of with with the remake it introduced perfect timing whereas the original it was just if you timed it right then a little bit extra damage a chance to have no damage or cut damage in half but like you said it added the additional ability to cause splash damage or perfect timing on defense will negate certain certain special attacks and all normal attacks uh damage all the way um briefly storm um what were your thoughts about some some of those changes as uh simbu had alluded to like like the perfect timing and everything like that 
you know, <clears throat> oh, I've always had, well, there was that, ah, sorry, all tongue tied with playing DC of stars and they've had, you know, the perfect timing kind of shield. So that helped get me ready for that. But it has been so long since I played the original. I don't remember it not being in there, but I'm glad that that is a new thing. Now that you uh, mentioned that it was, <sighs> I did do it all the time. And I was surprised when I did do it because, you know, I'm not video games and I, we tango and some of them <laughs> I'm great at and some others I'm not. And with some of those with the timing, whatever, it's slow reflex. However, um, I did really, I did really well with that. And, you know, it wasn't terrible. That's good. Yeah. It, it, the nice thing is if it felt like it was, pretty forgiving and it gives players an indication as to when to hit the button with an exclamation point to start right and then as you start hitting it more often then the that exclamation point disappears but then you start flubbing it and then it re reappears back again and some sometimes you're playing with that it can be a little bit jarring uh and one thing to mention is is that simbu i believe you mentioned that you played paper mario on the nintendo 64 right um, I played Paper Mario on 3DS. Okay, 3DS, that's it. Now that you have, have done the Super Mario RPG remake and you've got, got some experience with Paper Mario, are you going to be playing the Paper Mario Thousand Year Door remaster, remake, whatever it is, that, that's coming on the Switch this year? You know, um, I have... Uh, which Which one is it? Hold on a second. It's <laughs> up here somewhere. So, I don't see it. Where, where'd it go? Oh, I have Paper Mario the Origami King uh, for the Switch. And I can tell you as of, like, right now, I I still haven't beaten it. So, I'm pretty confident that I will not be picking up the remake for Thousand Year Door until maybe well, way down the line when it goes on like a big sale at like GameStop or something. And I should remind you. Uh, yeah, it, <laughs> Jason's right. One of the things with this Paper Mario remake is that it plays more like the uh, Paper Mario on the Nintendo 64, which was a spiritual successor to Super Mario RPG. After that point, that's when Nintendo took thought, oh, hey, let's make Paper Mario let's turn it into an action RPG. No, let's turn it into a collect-a-thon. Let's turn it into a thing where all these battles are meaningless and you have to spin around the thing to be able to attack all the enemies and make the bosses spin you around and have the, all the ridiculousness. What? And uh, Jamie Ellis, you can kind of speak to this. You didn't finish Origami King either, right? No. Yeah, the... The battle system in that game was just horrendous. Um, yeah, and you kind of go through a certain set of puzzles, and they have to um, <clears throat> hit a certain way too. And it's just, I got to the part where it's the colored pencil boss, and I just could not beat it for the life of me. And it made me feel like I had to have a master's degree to finish that <laughs> game or something. It's just, I. I and I hate that. I hate when I'm when I start off a game, and I don't finish it. I try to finish my games, 
because I don't like to leave anything unplayed and but I, I just couldn't like if I'm not enjoying myself why continue and I'm just only frustrating myself even more trying to figure it out and you know I might as well just move on to something else yeah absolutely I, what what I would probably recommend doing Simbu is definitely waiting obviously as you as you mentioned I actually crazy thing is I haven't played thousand year door myself supposedly out of the entirety of the Mario all all the Mario RPGs it's the best one when it comes out I'll play it with and I'm literally going to have new eyes and if I like it and I recommend it, I'll I'll let you know, and we'll we'll probably like take it from there. And Storm, same thing for you too, because I know that that you haven't played that that Paper Mario either, because it for everything I've heard is nope. it, it, with how good we liked Paper Mario Storm, Paper Mario Thousand Year Door is that, but on steroids. That that's everything I've heard about okay. it. So, but let uh, let let's get into our our topic on hand and that of course is beat-em-ups and specifically kind of talk about like the brawler genre again colloquially colloquially known as beat-em-ups and th this can easily be confused with the fighting genre because both do feature the player controlling a character and facing an, oppo an opponent often using fisticuffs and martial arts but what separates a beat-em-up from the fighting genre is the fact that the player often fights waves and waves of faceless or bland enemies. And when combat is complete, when your player's character has cleared the screen, instead of like the match ending, the player can now proceed forward and, and continue their journey through the stage. And a, and a little bit of, uh, of history on it. The first video game, in the beat-em-up genre was called Kung Fu Master. And it was released in Japan in the arcades November of 1984. And this saw a number of ports, though mostly known from the NES one, called just simply called Kung Fu. And there's been a number of famous series, both in the arcades and home consoles. For me, in the, around this time, I can think of no series more iconic to us old people. And I know uh, Astromedes, if he was here, he, he'd agree with me. I would say nothing would be more iconic to that decade than Double Dragon or the Double Dragon series. And I'm going to ask you guys if you've played any of, any of the games in the Double Dragon series. And uh, it doesn't have to be the ones released in the 80s. If you played any newer um just kind of curious if you guys have played them and if so, what entry and console and some of the things that you remember most from the series and Jason, I'm going to, the, the pre-discussion stuff was bugging the, the, the rest of the crew. I wasn't really getting your feedback. <laughs> any, any double dragon history, Jason? Oh yeah. Definitely played double dragon, double dragon two, double dragons and battle toads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was probably like one of my favorite ones. Actually, was the Double Dragons and Battletoads crossover. Yep, <laughs> that was probably one favorite Double Dragon one. But I remember playing a lot of the beat 'em up games. Nice. I even played Kung Fu. Oh, you did play Kung Fu. It's yep. so funny. I, I but looking up, doing a little bit of uh, research on this, I recognize the footage, but I don't remember playing it. You know, no, that's wrong. I, I think my brothers rented it from Video Vault and I'm really dating myself with that. Uh, video, <laughs> video Marcus, Video Vault, where, because I think it's a thing where you move from from 
the, the from the right to the left versus everything moving from the left to the right if i'm remembering kung fu correctly um jamie Owls, have you um uh, I, I think you remember you saying that you played double dragon 2 with your brother yes yes and obviously that was years ago and i played it again with you not too long ago but it was fun yeah yeah, I remember uh, you and I played uh, Super Double Dragon 4 uh, yes. on Super Nintendo. And it's funny, I that's not really known as one of the best in the series, but I love that that entry of Double Dragon just because like it, it runs a little slow, slower moving than the NES ones or even the arcade ones, but it looks good. Uh, the punches and kicks have good crunch and the music is awesome and that's one of the yeah. one of the things with the, the double dragon series is it, it's really great um storm have you played double dragon games i have on the arcade um <clears throat> double dragon 2 revenge i remember playing in haunted trails at their arcade section before i would go off to ski ball i would play some of their arcade games so i you know, would dabble with a few of these because why not? You know, all the boys were playing them. So why not go see what all the fuss was about? And they were fun. Nice. Very so cool. That's my own experience with them. Not nothing on the console, but I do. Uh, when I looked up a photo or some information today, I that just brought back a flood of memory seeing the console <laughs> there. So very cool. There's um simbo any double dragon experience on your end the only double dragon experience i have is double dragon battletoads crossover for the genesis um as far as playing in the arcade beat-em-ups in the arcade that would have been captain america and the avengers or the simpsons game nice very very nice yeah it's funny i've seen the simpsons arcade a, a couple times i played it a little bit and then there were a, a number of really good Marvel licensed uh, beat em ups that were in the arcade, like a lot of them. I, I almost wish that like I had more money and space where I could get one of the the arcade one ups that that has like I think there's one that has three or four of them in it. And like oh, that'd be great to build an arcade. I want that. that. <laughs> I want that one. <laughs> um, you mentioned Battletoads. Uh, you guys play the original NES Battletoads, not not the crossovers, just the original one. I believe I did. Um, I don't have as many memories of the original Battletoads. I remember the crossover more, but I believe I did play the originals. Um, um, if I did, I probably played it at Jason the Thirteenth House. <laughs> <laughs> One of one of the things I remember uh, with uh, my brother Kevin was the fact that he and I worked together and we actually beat the original Battletoads. And Jamie Owls, when her and I were capturing footage for Battletoads for one of my videos, it's a thing where you're co-op and you each have lives. But like, let's say Jamie Owls is doing good and she hasn't died yet, but I run through yes. all three of my lives. If I run out of my lives, it brings us both to the continue screen and brings us to the beginning of the level. And if I only have one life left and she continued, 
and she gets her three lives back. Now I have one life in the beginning of the level and she has three lives and we got to start from the beginning of the beginning of the game again. It, it really I do remember that happening. So I had to have played it. <laughs> it, it I, I always remember uh, uh, Kevin bragging, even like with the, some of the last couple years when, when he and I would talk video games, him, him and I, him bragging about being able to beat Battletoads with me and and beating like Ninja Gaiden and, and everything like that. Like that it was like ridiculously hard. Um what about River City Ransom? Jason, you ever play River City Ransom? Nope. That is one I do not recall playing, actually. And that is part of this series. I'm gonna put it up to the screen. This little guy right here. Um, it, it, in Japan, it's called the Kunio-kun series because River City Ransom was a game we got on the NES. It's like a beat-em-up. Well, it, actually, it is a beat-em-up, but with RPG elements where you beat enemies, you get money, you go to, to four different malls, and then you spend money on food to up your stats or to buy books to learn techniques. And it's a really cool concept to where you can... But and you can also play with a friend. And if your if your friend dies, then your it doesn't impact you as the player. You can keep going through and clearing the screen. And if you move on to the next screen, your friend is right there to join you. But if you die, you lose half your cash. And that's the only uh, thing with with River City Ransom itself. And um, Storm, have you played River City Ransom or anything like that? No, I have not played that one. Or the battle toads. I've never played battle battle toads either. <laughs> when you get a it chance, I, I was gonna say when you get a chance later, ask your husband about the NES battle toads, and either he he's not even gonna remember it, or he, it's gonna hit him with a uh, wave of nostalgia or repressed terror because of how uh, <laughs> awfully hard. And I'm using both words correctly. Awfully <clears throat> hard the difficulties <laughs> on that. <laughs> um, so one of the things is with, uh, so like a number of games in the genre continue to release in the late eighties and nineties, but one of my favorite series of beat-em-ups and it's still out of all of the beat-em-ups, this series has my favorite one of all time, but this series of beat-em-ups, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you guys if you've played any of the beat-em-ups that are in the TMNT series, either uh, released in the arcades, like the home console games, um, and I'll just kind of see which ones were your your, your favorites. And Jimmy, Jamie Alves, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna open up and and ask you, have you if you've played any of the TMNT beat-em-ups? I have, and I played the NES version that we had at home. Um, I never played it from beginning to end. I just remember as a kid playing around on it and testing out the different turtles and constantly being killed. Uh, <laughs> that is the only one out of the older versions I played. And I played, I think it was last year, I played it with you, the um, newest one, which is Shredder's Revenge. Yep, right there. <laughs> I had a lot of fun with that. And I... Now that I'm thinking about it, I actually want to get into that sometime this year to play more of it because I had fun the last time I played with you. 
And the nice thing with Shredder's Revenge is that everybody in the podcast can play together because it is six player co-op where mm-hmm. uh, all six of us, and it's cross-platform, we can connect and play together. I don't know the logistics of connecting the the cross-platform portion. Uh, I only know of like using the Switch and, con- and connecting with friends, but it's really nice to be able to uh, to, to have that. Um, Simbu, um, kind of curious as well with you, like your your history with the TMNT series uh, being like like the beat-em-ups and everything, like what you've played and um, if you've tried uh, if you tried and beaten Shredder's Revenge, how your experience was and, and more. Um, mm. what, what, when when you get a chance. Um, oh no, I'm I'm good to go. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. I mean, I played the originals on Nintendo. Can't sit there and say that I've played Shredder's Revenge <laughs> at all. Nope, yeah. I've not played it whatsoever. Uh, no, definitely have not beaten it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I haven't played the, I haven't gotten the collection, uh, the Cowabunga collection, though. I am probably looking into getting it at some point. Um, but I did, I have beat Shredder's Revenge. Uh, I did enjoy it. I played as, um, Oh, what's the rabbit's name? I can't think of it. I can't think of the rabbit's name. Yeah. But I played through him. I played through as him because with the limited run games version of the of the Shredder's Revenge, it's the anniversary collection, so I got all the DLC and stuff for free. Which is which <laughs> which is nice. Um now anybody who gets this version. Now, I do want to say this. Inferno Fox, this will take you really back, and this is really going to show our age. <laughs> we yes. are you are given a coupon for a free personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> that should take all of us back to grade school. For, you know, we had to do the, uh, what was it, the reading program yeah, the book it. points. Book the book it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved Book It. I did too. That was a big deal. I think the Cowabunga, uh, I think the Cowabunga collection has that. What system would you get the Cowabunga collection on, Simbu? Um, just because all none of those games are high graphic, high intensity. Uh, I would go switch with that one. Okay. Just like I did with the Shredder's Revenge. Um. Like I said, it, you know, it's funny because the Lego games are also very low graphic very un you know not intensive but they have some really awesome hub worlds that you don't get with the switch or the uh 3ds or the switch or anything like that you only get those on like the xbox or the playstation or pc so lego will always be on you know home console that's cool yeah it's that's one of the nice things with with the switch is is it still runs these games you know, perfectly well. No, you know, no real issues or anything like that. It's obviously it won't be as much of the the speed and fidelity as something like the PS5, but you know, it still does does the job quite 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 well. Um, Storm, how about you? Do you, what sort of experience do you have with the TMNT series uh, in the the beat 'em up genre? I, I remember playing the um, game on the Nintendo, the original Nintendo in the nineties. 
whatever that just the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. I don't think it was a Shredder's Revenge, however. I've played Shredder's Revenge more recently on the PS5. And I do remember playing a Turtles game in the arcade again at Honda Trails. Yeah, yeah it's a thing where... With them. And... Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I would wanted to say I was just like Jamie Owls when I would play that game on the Nintendo. I did more exploring and changing the turtles and died a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> you know, so it's like, yeah, yeah, that was my same experience with it. I didn't finish it. We would rent it maybe from Blockbuster or Family Video or the neighborhood, you know, video store at that time. And I never finished the game, but just wanted to play as one of the turtles and die doing it. <laughs> it's funny too because you mentioned the arcade versions of it it makes me uh i've hummed and hawed about getting the uh arcade one up of the tmnt but the only thing is it only contains the two arcade versions of of course tmnt the arcade game which is the second one on the nes uh and then the tmnt turtles in time which is uh my favorite beat-em-up of all time but specifically the Super Nintendo version, because the Genesis version is Hyperstone Heist. A lot of, a lot of differences kind of level-wise and some of the music and everything like that versus Turtles in Time. The Super Nintendo version, um, get for some reason, gets rid of four players, it chops it down to two. And I think it was because it was released a year before the multi-tap was released for the Super. And then... But they added a, like a, a few additional levels, changed up the story a little bit, turned the last boss of Shredder into Super Shredder, stuff like that. And then you got the arcade version, which kind of feels truncated compared to the Super Super Nintendo one. So love Turtles in Time um, for the Super Nintendo still to this day is my favorite uh, beat em up of all time. Jason, how about you? It's not like you like Turtles or anything, but I mean, if you did... Uh, what would be your fate, your the TMNT beat em ups that you played? Uh, well, of course, I've played like all the uh turtle games on the Nintendo, but uh, the arcade version uh was one of my main go to games at the arcade. Uh, the I don't is that just uh, is it still Shredder's Revenge on the arcade version, or was it just the turn? I was gonna say, I don't remember it being Shredder's Revenge on the arcade. Yeah, Shred Shredder's Revenge a... just came out like three years. No, right, right, right. Um, did they do their uh, remake of the arcade one though? So there's uh, remember that there's two arcade ones. It's one that is just literally called TMNT, the arcade game, and then okay, uh, TMNT Turtles in Time. Th those are, are okay. the only two that were in arcades. So I remember the original. I don't know how much I played of Turtles in Time. I didn't know if there was anything tacked on to it other than just turn. Uh, arcade you know yeah no it's <laughs> <But> <laughs> played that a ton that was like i said one of my go-tos between that the x-men the avengers the simpsons <laughs> those are like the go-to beat-em-up games in the arcades so but i played a lot of the turtle games on the council also including the super and uh super nintendo's uh the actual fighting game they put out for it <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, the uh, tournament fighters. Yes. Yeah. Um. So uh, I'm going to branch off the beaten path here and, and kind of talk about the arcades uh, specifically. I know we we kind of touched upon uh, a little bit of it. Um. 
<laughs> kind of want to see uh, any other arcade beat em up set that you guys have played beyond the TMNT series. Um, for me, I played a little bit of Final Fight. Uh, that's a Capcom beat em up, which is known for being on the consoles, but it started obviously started arcades first. My Street Fighter 2 arcade one up actually has it built in it, so it's kind of cool if I want to play it anytime I can. Um, we're kind of curious to see if you guys have played any any other beat em ups in in the arcades. Um, J Jason, did you play anything else beat em up wise? Like I said, uh, they had the X Men one, the Avengers. <laughs> Uh, Simpsons I played, and apparently when I was looking it up, Golden Axe is a beat-em-up, so I played plenty of Golden Axe in the arcades. Nice. But uh, those are, like I said, the, my main arcade beat-em-up games. If I may have played a couple of other ones, but don't have as many memories of them. <laughs> um, Simbu, how about you? Any other ar arcade beat-em-ups that you played? Well, like Jason the 13th, um, you know, I had, you know, X-Men and Golden Axe, at, you know, at home. So I never really played those in the arcades for the most part. Um, my primaries were, were most like, were uh, Captain America and the Avengers, uh, the Simpsons, as well as the AVP beat them up. Ooh. Um, maybe you could give a little bit more detail on that one, the AVP. Um, I mean, it was based, it's pretty much, you know, it's just, uh, <laughs> predator, your play is the predator and you fight a bunch of aliens. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Xenomorphs. I mean, it's, it's, there's really not I much to remember that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It really wasn't a a primary arcade one for me because it was kind of like a unicorns a lot it wasn't really you know it wasn't in all the arcades like the simpsons or the avengers you know or the x-men <laughs> one like the golden x one wasn't in uh, a lot of arcades either um so you know if you could find the aliens and predator or the golden axe you know you kind of play you know you Pick, you know, you've played one or the other generally because, well, it's something different. Um, but my two primary, my my main was probably The Simpsons. Nice. Uh, Jamie Owls, how about you? Did you play The Simpsons in the arcade or any other arcade uh, beat-em-ups? Uh, the Simpsons, I can't recall, but I do remember playing Batman Returns. Oh, Nice. Yeah, that's I used to one. play that one a lot because at the time when Batman came out, I was obsessed with uh, Catwoman, and I think it was the game came out and we rented it from Blockbuster. So yeah, I'm. That's the only one I could really recall from uh, playing as a kid. And uh, Storm, how about you? Uh, what uh, did you play any other non-TMNT related uh, beat 'em ups in the arcades? E Yes, does now would you consider a Mortal Kombat arcade game a beat em up? Because I, you know that's advancing I, stages as you go along. It is it in a sub genre of this I, genre. I would not because I I actually said in the beginning okay. that uh the fighting game what di differing the fighting, fighting game, with game. The, the beat em up is once the opponent's dead you know I, I guess Mortal Kombat literally dead 
you know, it's just, <laughs> mm -hmm. you move right into the next, uh, uh, like, opponent. And it's funny, with these beat-em-ups, they're, they're uh, like the faceless hordes or uh, guys with bandanas yeah. named Brett. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, well, I've done that in uh, Walking Dead uh, zombie horde type thing <laughs> that was on the mobile. Um, but in the arcade, nothing more than, you know... No, I'm trying to think of others, and honestly, when I went to the arcade, it was either uh, Pac-Man or Skee-Ball, because Skee-Ball was my thing. And some racing games, and also, you know, the shooting zombies, like the... Oh, like House the of the Resident Dead. Evil. House of the Dead. Yes. Yes. Yep. Oh, We're my God, I love that. that. We're going to talk <laughs> the shooting ones. God, I love the Jurassic Park game. Oh, the Jurassic Ooh, Park game was great. So, yeah, that's my yeah. experience. I love the shooters more than the fighters. I played some of the fighters, but, you know, I'm, I wasn't I'm, all that great at them. So dying, it was like, meh. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting for Arcade 1-Up to announce a House of the Dead version. Because they, they've done uh, Golden Axe Arcade 1-Ups before. But, like, I don't know, uh, uh, uh house of the dead uh at home that's another thing where it's like man i need to get a bigger place so i can set up my my home arcade <laughs> um and now it's time crisis <laughs> yes time that's another that's another great shoot em, uh shoot them i can't say shoot them up because shoot them up is a whole different genre but um kind of want to move back to to consoles a bit and thanks to my nintendo fanboy review sega genesis games i've really gained a large appreciation for the genesis and one of the things with the genesis i felt like it does really good is having like arcade uh like experiences with with like action and actiony games but by far and and of course with sega themselves as we we kind of mentioned golden axe and everything like that but by far the best beat em up on Sega, Altered Beast. That's right. Altered Beast. No, not Altered Beast. Altered Beast. I, I didn't, never liked Altered Beast. It's going to be Streets of Rage, the Streets of no. Rage series, as no. uh, all, all the fans can see on YouTube. No. With the uh, Streets of Rage 4 copy, the best beat em up series on the Genesis. Although uh, Jason, no, no. Jason's kind of kind of hedging. He's, he's saying no. Well, 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 uh, Jason, what are your thoughts? What what do you think is the best beat em up series? Oh, on one Sega of my all time favorite Sega games, Comic Zone. That was the best. And it's funny because it's like that is like way up there. That's that's a top ten. <laughs> That's a top ten Sega Genesis game, like. Uh -huh. but, but in that my mind, my favorite, like one of my all time favorite Sega games. So that I put above Streets of Rage. <laughs> it, it's funny in, in my mind, Comic Zone on a, on a top ten list for the Sega again, throwing Sonic games out. So I'm throwing them right out. We're not we're not counting Sonic <laughs> well, games. Yeah, uh, Comic Zone is like a five or a six, but Streets of Rage two is like number two. <laughs> a, 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 a Simbu, I, you you've got thoughts, you've got feelings. What are you, what are your thoughts and feelings? I, I about do. Games? And see what what I I don't consider Comic Zone an actual beat a actual true beat em up. Yes, why? We move it's from the same concept. I, I get it. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> because 
you move from it you move from a small panel to a small panel to a small panel and you only fight one or two enemies but it's to the me same there's a big thing. difference when i'm going through i when i go through streets of rage and i hit a screen and i have to fight a wave of enemies which can be upwards of 5 to 10 before progressing. But Comic Zone is considered a beat-em-up, and it follows the same thing. You go from screen to screen, and you just get mindless enemies coming at you that you fight. And it's funny. Let's muddy the waters even further Uh about Uh about Mortal Kombat, because technically Mortal Kombat mythology's Sub-Zero could be ascribed as a beat-em-up because sub-zero as he progresses fights waves and waves of faceless enemies and it is true but it uses the whole mortal Kombat fighting uh like stratum as it were it's like an odd odd mix (laughs) but um i i really i I, it's so funny like if i if turtles in time is my number one beat-em-up Streets of Rage 2 is probably number two. Like, that's how much... And and keeping keep in mind, of course, it's only been about a year since I've played it, whereas it's been about... Because, uh, let's see, I'm old. I'm very old. I'm old. 30 years since I've played Turtles in Time. So that's 30 years to marinate, and I still think Streets of Rage 2 is is that good. Um, am I crazy, Simbu? Am I, am I losing my mind? Now, are you talking Streets of Rage yes. 2 specifically, or just Streets of Rage in general? Um, a little, a little bit of both. So like, I'm, I'm kind of citing Streets of Rage 2 as being like one of the best beat-em-up games, but then I'll say in general, the Streets of Rage series of games being excellent beat-em-ups. Okay. I I just wanted a little bit of clarification there because of course, as everybody knows in the original Streets of Rage, you only get three choices for fighters and in Streets of Rage 2, if I'm remembering correctly, you got there's the fourth one, and it's the I'll always love the one. I always loved the guy on skates. He, I thought he was one of the funnest characters <laughs> to play of all time. <laughs> he was so silly too to fight with. <laughs> <laughs> he was, but that's what kind of made the, what made him fun. Uh, so I'm going to ask someone who hit, who I introduced into the Streets of Rage series. Jamie Owls, when you played and you helped me capture some footage for Streets of Rage 2, what did you think? Um, I'm trying to remember that one. Is that the one I played as the the female? Yep. Okay, Blaze. yeah. I had a lot of fun with that. I thought it was easy. Um, the levels were um, pretty straightforward. I like... Um, uh, yeah, I, to me, it just felt like I was playing a double dragon. I know that like, they're two completely different games, but playing with you, um, I thought it was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed it. Nice. And uh, Storm, did you play any of the Streets of Rage games on the Genesis? Because I remember you, you guys, you guys had a Genesis. Yes, and I think we rented one, um, one of the games, and I played it a little bit, but nothing i did not put a whole lot of time into it so i can't one way or another give a good answer on the game because i don't remember a whole whole bunch about it but we probably rented it 
one or two and I played a little bit. So no, it's cool. Yeah, it, it it's definitely a, a lot of fun. And worst comes to worst, you can always play uh Streets of Rage one through three on the NSO expansion pack on, on the Switch. Um so that, that that's always available if you ever if you're ever curious. And then of course Streets, Streets of Rage 4 available as a, a paid digital game. Um, but like while researching beat em ups, um I've read that the hack and slash genre is a sort of form of beat em up or like a spiritual successor to the beat em up. So in like hack and slash are games that really kind of rose to prominence in the in the aughts to a lot of the games that were released in the aughts. And uh I it's funny how much I like beat em ups, but like how much I I'm not a lot of fan of these hack and slashes and examples of, of the hack and slash genre. Uh, the 3D versions of Ninja Gaiden, you've got Devil May Cry, Bayonetta, you've got uh, the God of War series one through three. But again, I don't I personally don't like to think of them as as like beat em ups as beat em up as, as simple. You, you, you kind of gave a good example of like the the kind of clear play style of a, a beat em up as evidenced by the genre what we've seen in the 80s and 90s uh as and there were even a couple beat em ups that were released in the aughts like viewable uh, joe I, I believe it was classified as one <laughs> um what are, what are your thoughts simbu would you consider uh would you consider ps2 era god of war a beat em up See, I wouldn't really consider it a beat-em-up because you had weapons. Like, in a, in a traditional beat-em-up, you use your fists. Yeah. Although, you know, although the yes, turtles pick do up. use their weapons, I, I, I have to interject. Yeah, but it, I, I, say it, I would say it's different, than, different in that sense. Because in, like, the turtle, in, in turtles, yes, they can use their weapons. And you may be able to do a a basic jump kick or a maybe a minor basic little like grapple, like grab them and punch them. Um, but in God of when you look at God of War, you're flinging the blades of chaos around, you're piercing enemies, you're picking them up, you're slamming them, you're doing these com you know crazy combo moves. Um, I would I would say that the original god of war games might have been the predecessors to what people affectionately refer to as souls-like games hmm. in the sense that when you're fighting the bosses in god of war it's all patterns okay i see what you're saying the only thing with with that well no th I, that would apply for something like ninja gaiden because the my only counter argument with with what you said is um god of war i never wanted to pull my teeth out playing it like dark souls one elden ring demon souls whereas playing those you know i i i want to take the pair of tweezers and uh, tweezers the the pliers and just pull my teeth out right like, and my counter argument to that is i did say a predecessor to souls like which God of War, the style of the God of War was done in, inspired people to go and create the Souls-like games. 
but like the general hack and slash style from the aughts, I I, I could there's a, a good argument to to be said about that because it's like look at Ninja Gaiden the 3D ones how ridiculously difficult those were and like you said the same thing with the bosses the, the, they did an amazing job with a lot of the bosses that were in the God of War series we we, we definitely can't take away anything from that the, I felt like the difference between the God of War bosses and the Ninja Gaiden ones is that the Ninja Gaiden uh, the Ninja Gaiden ones wanted me to put my head through a wall. The God of War ones were a lot more fair. They were fun. They um, look. I, I remember Mobster. Maybe it was, J- Jason. Maybe it was you watching you play God of War one or two on the PS2 and, and watching you figure out how to go through a boss. And it was it was a very organic experience where watching you go through this multi layered boss that was that was a bigger one, but it it made sense. You know what I mean? Like you didn't have to die a million times to be able to figure out how to do it. Or whereas in a souls like, because like, and, and again, simply you make, you make an excellent argument. And I, and I agree with you. A souls like sees God of War's boss having like one or two patterns, but let's add 118 more. And then on the sixth hour of fighting the boss, let's throw in the 119th pattern that you didn't expect that never occurred in the six hours of, of gameplay. And that uh, kills your character in one hit. Right. And that's kind of, you know, that's what I was, you know, that's by the, you know, basically my argument there is that there it, it's a predecessor to a souls like, so souls like drew inspiration from watching the hack and slash bosses from like god of war ninja gaiden things like that and we're like hey i bet we can take that to the next level and the next level was like three thousand years into the future instead of you know going hey let's go 20 years we're, we're gonna go three thousand with like nine bazillion attack patterns that you know are randomly generated <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you think, Jason? Look like you were you were pondering that. Well, I'm not much in the Souls games, but um, where hack and slash like Devil May Cry, the Ninja Gaiden, uh, those I see a little bit more closer to the beat 'em up style, to where you're literally going through and you're just fighting, 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 fighting. God of War felt more um, like. It didn't feel as wave upon wave of enemies when I played it. Um, That's fair. It, it didn't feel as much of a beat em up where I could see Devil May Cry being a beat em up because you're just constantly fighting, fighting, fighting. It's almost like a, a Destiny Warriors kind of feel with Devil May Cry, though, where you just constantly are just destroying, destroying, destroying stuff. Oh, and, and the fact that you go through a door and now it locks it and you got to fight the enemies and you go through the next door. It right. Locks the area, you got to fight the enemies. So, yeah, right. I would I would agree with you with Devil May Cry. But, and, and Bayonetta, but too. I, it, it's closer to beat em up, but I still don't picture it as a beat em up because... I picture more that 2D feel for a beat 'em up compared to what Devil May Cry is and the Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. <laughs> Where the original Ninja Gaiden, I could say, would be a beat 'em up, but the 3D ones kind of get away from what beat 'em up feel of a game. And it's funny, I, I would disagree with you on Ninja Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden feels more like a platforming action. No, no, it is. It is platform. I said it. It, it would feel more like the. Uh, the beat them up because of it being like the 2D style to it. So, and, um, uh, I, I was going to say, 
uh, <laughs> Simbu, uh, I, I'm wondering how the Golden Axe and the Streets of Rage that's coming, that Sega's developing right now, moving to 3D, how they're going to maintain that beat-em-up feel then if these hack and slashes from the aughts wouldn't be classified or wouldn't aren't as beat em up ish like then how how i wonder how sega is going to be able to capture that that same feeling that that the 2d versions of golden axe and streets of rage do um i would say kiss i would say kiss keep it simple stupid stick with the formula of the beat em up style Plain and simple. Axel, he punches. Yes, we can find weapons, but they don't last very long. As any anybody can tell you who's played Streets of Rage, you get, what, three, maybe four hits with a, a good weapon. Knife, you get a little bit longer because, you know, it's just a pokey poke. <laughs> um, but anything like the lead, like the big iron pipe or the two, the baseball bat, those break in three, four hits max. You know... I would say keep to that formula. Don't start bringing in, you know, all these crazy special moves and, you know, this crazy platforming that, you know, you can do. I mean, yeah, you can bring in a little bit of platforming because that would be nice in a 3D environment. It would make sense. But I don't know. I, I would just take Streets of Rage and Golden X and just make it 3D. Yeah, and, and and just don't try to totally reinvent the formula, right? Like keep, like you said, keep it simple, and just everything that made it good in two dimensions, just do do the best to keep it as a three dimensional way. Because like even even maybe even take a little bit of inspiration from something like Power Stone for the the Dreamcast, where Power Stone's essentially a three D version of Smash Brothers, except not be smash brother style gameplay just have the have a good core fighting mechanic with the game and just develop it from there you know don't 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 be too crazy on that i and have to there. agree with the whole formula i mean i'm getting older so my memory is not going to be as great as it used to be so if they're adding like more moves like i can't keep up with all like the buttons that i need to remember <laughs> to to hit the other person just like Simbo said just keep it simple and, and they're gonna yeah. have to because the, these names are recognizable by us old dogs you know we we mm -hmm. know that we're they're, we're gonna be their target audience although they're gonna want to bring in new, new newer individuals i have a suggestion for them to maybe follow when it comes to this streets of rage 3d and golden axe 3d take a look at this game this oh, is no. close to a 3D beat 'em up, shoot 'em up game that you're going to get. There's for not a ton of platforming. <laughs> for the, I was going to say, uh, see, for, for, I'm holding for up the PS4 copy of. The, I am holding up the PS4 copy of Deadpool. <laughs> this <laughs> is, I'm telling you, this is as close to a 3D beat em up shoot em up game that you're going to get that's going to capture that old school beat em up feel because it's not a lot of buttons it's not it really isn't but I mean by all to tell it's like a shoot em up hack and slash adventure 
But and I that's... would say, yeah, follow. Take a look at this game for your inspiration. And, and that's and that's all that we need. And there's a lot of. Uh, even taking inspiration from some of the quote unquote newer games or from the indie movement that have gotten traction in like the late aughts and early teens. Cause we've seen a, a, a comeback of these classic style beat em ups that includes new entries in the double dragon series, uh, double dragon neon, double dragon rise of the dragons. You got the river city girls games, uh, the re remake uh river city girls zero it's just a remake of a super nintendo game and the river city girls one and two and then obviously streets of rage 4 tmnt shredders revenge uh which uh, tmnt shredders revenge is probably like the best of the uh new newest or newer uh beat beat-em-ups that, that have released and then there's even games like castle crashers and scott pilgrim although scott Pro pilgrim is like 10 years old now or i think even 11 years old now and uh jamie owls you played uh the scott pilgrim beat em up with me right i yeah i did yeah uh, i think about a year ago and i really enjoyed that and it was it was easy to me like i find it game to be a lot easier than uh streets of um uh, no double dragon yeah, and um, a little little editor's note: when we played, uh, I'd already I already played the game once through. Uh, spent the money to get. Uh, there's a store in the first level where if you buy out Scott's uh, rental fees, then you can buy these uh, super weapons or or something like that to max out stats. Uh, yeah, I made sure to do that, and then I made sure to max out Jamie Owl's character, just because if you don't have it and you try to go from the beginning and the end of, to the end of the game, it can be really tough and really frustrating. So I wanted Jamie Owl to have the the best experience. And even with that said, uh, it, it, like she said, it's still still a lot of fun. Um, it's kind of curious, Jason. Have you played any of the like the newer of these uh, indie style beat em ups? Unfortunately, I have not. <laughs> um, I, although hearing a couple of them, I wouldn't mind trying a few of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm a nut when it comes to collecting some of the, some of these physicals. So like, I've got uh, physical editions of uh, Simbu and I both have the Shredder's Revenge. I've got Castle Crasher, Scott Pilgrim. Um, I've got Streets of Rage Four. Yep, Streets of Rage Four. I've got the. Uh, one of the two of the double dragons, I think, physically. Um, so if you're you're ever curious, and then same goes for you, for you as well, Storm. Um, Storm, have you had a chance to play any of these uh, newer or indie style beat em ups at all? And no, the only my only experience with Scott Pilgrim was the Scott Pilgrim Saves the World the movie, and I absolutely thought it was boring. So um, I did not like that movie at all, which I will stop talking about because i don't want a bunch of hate in the comments for you know blasphemy but um you know to each their own it was just not a movie for me that's been my only experience other than i did look at uh golden x i gave that a quick google and i do remember playing that on uh genesis that was one i rented because it did like conan the barbarian so you know it was kind of up my alley a little bit <laughs> as far as that goes because all that fantasy art and stuff i still enjoy so that game i do remember playing but did not finish at all just played it here or there like the turtles nice yeah no it's uh 
definitely really interesting to see all of these new, newer games or, or newish games. Um, totally okay about Scott Scott Pilgrim. Uh, you can find Storm at one seventeen Anywhere Street. That that's in uh, Utah. <laughs> that, that that's box thirty seven. So any hate mail, you know, that just no. <laughs> um, I liked the movie. I think the comic series was the the comic books were a whole heck of a lot more nuanced and and better. Uh, but it was really all, all about form and fashion and the action sequences and plus a very early young Chris Evans. So, you know, there they are. I just, uh, <laughs> I just want to say one thing. Uh, Fortnite uh, Festival is bringing a duels mode. So you duel another player on a song. And I can just say Inferno Fox is going to turn into uh, super ovalactric ultra vegan. For the uh, when he goes to play instruments against any one of us who you know decide to great, but (laughs) you want to feel really good about yourself. That's what we're going to battle him. But I I had chicken parm for dinner the other night. That's a vegetable, right? Um, Simbu, did you play any of the other, uh, any other indie type, uh, or any newer type beat em ups besides, of course, the great Streets of Rage 4 and Shredder's Revenge? Any, any other ones? Um, any? Scott Pilgrim sounds familiar. I'm not sure if I, if I actually played it or not. Um, I mean, I know I've seen the gameplay of it, but I can't say that other than you know, SOR4 and Shredder's Revenge, I can't think of any new school beat-em-ups. Yeah, and I'm hearing a lot of good things about uh, one that was just released, I, th- I guess it's in the last year or so, called Fighting Rage. Um, it's an it's an indie new beat-em-up. Um, I've been hearing some murmurings about it on YouTube. I'll have to check that out. But yeah, that's that's pretty much kind of the same thing for me, too. Um, I played uh, Scott Pilgrim. I, lo- I loved one of my. If I had a top ten beat em ups, which is a great idea for a video, I'll probably do it at some point. Um, Scott Pilgrim's probably like number four or number five or something. Fantastic. Uh, very reminds me a, a lot about a lot of like River City Ransom, along with a couple, a bunch of other like video game type references. But yeah, so that's pretty much. Beat em ups, beat em ups in in general. Um, any last thoughts, last words about beat em ups? What guys? Hmm. They were really fun <laughs> when I was younger, and I just haven't really gotten into any of them when since I've been older. <laughs> but when I was younger, I played a lot of them. <laughs> and you know, I didn't realize that uh, games like Smash Brothers. And maybe Street Fighter aren't beat em ups. When I was looking at the stuff, I was like, oh, because those are two I've had experience, a lot of experience with Smash Brothers. And, you know, Street mm-hmm. Fighter, I've played in the arcade and stuff. And I was like, oh, that's different. I did not realize that. So, <laughs> yay for learning. <laughs> learning. That's all right. Yeah, absolutely. It's <laughs> and and excellent games. Street Fighter series is, is so good. I. I think that's probably going to be the next game I'm going to play is Street Fighter Six. Once I'm done with the Portal series, uh, Jamie Owls, I, I I need to break open the the 
the uh, box for Street Fighter Six and plug that into the PS5. I want to play that next. I think. <laughs> I look forward mm -hmm. to playing that. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that. That's uh, pretty much beat 'em ups. So it definitely, like as Jason had so so succinctly said, a lot of us have experience with them as as kids because the the renaissance of them was, or, or the the most active time for them was really in the eighties and nineties in the arcade, and a uh, little bit of a renaissance with some of the indie games nowadays. And uh, hopefully, Sega is going to do right with three D versions of Streets of Rage and Golden Axe. I am cautiously optimistic especially seeing the literal combined total of two 2.78 seconds of shinobi footage um i that was a f excellent game that that i played on uh the genesis a little about a year or two ago the shinobi series games uh, excellent so i'm i'm, I'm keep my fingers crossed the, the sega games are going to be great but i just want to give a huge thanks to my cast and crew here uh we've got simbu dark fang again level five grandpa Basement of the Dead actor and the best person at Forkknife BRs. There's no argument. We're not arguing this. Simbu, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, you know, it's always good to come here and talk about the beat em ups known as Mortal Kombat. Um, no, <laughs> seriously, I always enjoy being here. Um, I will say, one of the, we did forget one of the greatest beat em ups on console X Men for the Genesis. Yeah, I never played that. No, real quick on that one. I could have swear I remember playing X Men in the arcades, though. Yeah, that that one I'm, that one I do remember. But because um, was the Sega one different than the arcade one? Um, I don't. Know. I would say kind of. Or wait, yes, I, I do believe the Genesis was different than the one in the arcade. I'd have to look it up. Um. But I know I, it was like Cyclops, Nightcrawler, Wolverine, and Jean Grey were your four playable characters, I believe. Oh, nice. Okay. On the Genesis I don't game. remember ever playing it on Sega. I just remember X-Men in the arcades. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I also remember a lot of the um, shells. of One of my favorite ones that's honestly not that great is rival turf it has the cringiest cringe box art for a uh video game almost as bad as i think it was uh phalanx uh where phalanx is an old old hillbilly strumming a guitar and it's a shoot 'em up a spaceship shoot 'em up and it's got a, yeah, old hillbilly that, on a guitar. It, it, that that's how the rival turf box art is except it's these two young <laughs> 13 year olds trying to look all tough and it has nothing to, to do with the game. It's a, it, it was a final fight knockoff, but for some reason I have, I have a, a strange affinity uh, love for it. And then you got others like, I think toxic commandos, another one for the super Nintendo. Oh, uh, Spider-Man maximum carnage. That was, Ooh, that was an excellent that game. I didn't realize that I wasn't even thinking of that as a beat em up. Yeah. That was an excellent beat em up. I was trying yeah. to think of that. That was good. Uh, Jason, though, they, thank you so much for joining us, which you'll find Jason on his YouTube channel of Jason the, the 13th, of which you will be getting no new content, at least nope, not, not until yet. he gets his wonderful laptop from Micro Center. Again, that's Micro Center, 80 East Ogden, Westmont, <laughs> Illinois. Come there for all your computer parts needs. <laughs> yep, not a problem. Love being here. 
And we have Jamie Owls, my partner and partner in crime. Jamie Owls, thank you so much for joining us and being my player too on these various beat em up gameplays. Thank you so much. I always look forward to playing games with you, even if, um, you know, you're a lot better than I am. <laughs> oh, I'm going to be sick. <laughs> Garbage to your left, Sabu. Quite literally. <laughs> Look exactly <to> my right. <laughs> and last but not least, Stormrose Sky of the Twitch and YouTube channels of Stormrose Sky. Thank you so much for joining us. And I am excited to hear and see more of your content coming to your, your YouTube channel. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure as always. And yeah, I'm looking to do a reformatting of some sort instead of just a bunch of clips, maybe something a bit more active. I don't know. We'll see. I'll uh, toss around ideas with you later. Green screen. <laughs> hey. <Yeah>. <laughs> no <laughs> green screen, but more review things to show actual, you know, footage instead of just trailers and whatnot but it's been it's not been doing too bad which is surprising some of the videos have gotten a lot of views and it just i don't know what hits but you know hey it's working so it, yeah and, and a lot of people like that that sort of like com comfort food feel and it, it's really good reminders on that you, you you touched on a good pulse for what what catches uh in interest so it's definitely good good content yeah thank you thank you and one final note for uh, myself, I have a new video coming out. I'm changing the the when of when my videos come out. No longer Saturday mornings. It will now be Friday evenings at 6 p.m. Central. So that way, it, when it comes out, you can throw it on your list, check it out right away, or add it to your watch later and check it out as the, the weekend progresses. So again, uh, last but not least, finally, thank you to our, our wonderful audience checking us out. And we will see you all on Tuesday next week. Thanks again and have a good one.